The Ford Theater, an hour of radio drama presented by the Ford Motor Company, makers of Ford, Mercury, and Lincoln cars, and Ford trucks, tractors, and buses. Today's play, Carmen Jones. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Howard Lindsay speaking. Welcome again to the Ford Theater, a place of infinite variety, as we hope you have noticed. Today, the management offers for its first musical production, Carmen Jones, Oscar Hammerstein's modern American version of the Bizet Grand Opera, Carmen. In Mr. Hammerstein's introduction to the published version of Carmen Jones, he describes a childhood visit to his grandfather's opera house to hear an opera in Italian. I found myself enjoying the lovely music coming up from the opera pit, he writes, but I was puzzled and disturbed by the accompanying action on the stage. Sometimes the fat lady would look very sad, and there was no way of knowing why. Sometimes she laughed, but I wouldn't know what the joke was, and I wished I did. It then seemed quite clear to me why Grandpa lost money on opera. Listening to people sing words you didn't understand wasn't much fun. That's what I thought then. That's what I think now. And so, three years ago, Mr. Hammerstein wrote Carmen Jones, keeping the original music in essentially the same story, but providing new words in a new American setting. The libretto and the music of his Broadway production have been adapted for radio by George Zachary and Lynn Murray. This is the first complete radio performance of... Carmen Jones. Scene, the entrance to a parachute factory near a southern town during the last war. Corporal Joe, a simple, shy young man from the back country, is on guard. Several, several other soldiers are standing around shooting the breeze, among them an inquisitive newcomer from the north, Sergeant Brown. Hey, Corporal, this factory we're guarding, they make parachutes here, don't they? That's right. Used to be a cigarette factory before the war. Uh, you's new in the camp, ain't you, Sergeant Brown? I've just been transferred down from New York. New York. That's the place I'd like to see. You probably will, Joe, on the way over. And I'm the one that can show you the town. Uh, uh, you like gals? I guess I like them all right. You guess you like them? <laughs> That's a hot one. <laughs> well, well, well. Here comes the gals for the lunch hour. Hello, Mabel. What you got to do Hiya, today? Hiya, baby. <laughs> Joe's got all the gals in this factory running after him. They all tried to knock him off, but nobody got him yet. For true? Why, you old cast them over, you. <laughs> yeah, one gal in particular, a certain Miss Jones. That's enough about that. <laughs> Look how he play up when you mention Carmen. Carmen? Hmm, sound like a hot bundle. Joe, is she good looking? Yeah, she's good looking, I guess. Then why don't you give in to her? What you got to lose? I, I already got a gal. My Cindy Lou lives in another town. <laughs> if you got a gal in another town, boy, you ain't got no gal at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 speak of the devil, here comes that common Joe's now. And is she late for work? 
get a load of that hip-swinging gal rolling round her work in time for lunch. Sally, every time you open that old prune pussy, you make sounds I don't like. How are we going to help the war effort if we don't get to work on time? I'm going right inside and tell the foreman on you. You do it, I'll scratch out the one good eye you got left. Help the soldiers. Didn't I like to wear my feet out dancing with them down at Billy Pastor's last night? How about going down to Pastor's with me tonight, Carmen? I'm Sergeant Brown from New York, and I don't waste no time. Well, you're wasting your time right now, boy. <laughs> the wind blowing me in another direction. You mean that for you, Joe? Oh. <laughs> well, well, look, Carmen. Why don't you pick out one of us and go steady instead of all the time playing the field? Yeah, pick out one. That'll release the rest of them. <laughs> I won't pick out the man, and he won't pick out me. He don't go that way. You can't ever know where your crazy heart wants to go. And he won't do what you want him to Love ain't nobody's angel child And he won't pay any mind to you One man gives me his diamond stud And I won't give him a cigarette One man treats me like I was mud And all my kisses that man can get <laughs> She's singing right at you, Joe Cindy Lou, 
surprised to see me? I sure am. I brought a letter from your ma. Thanks, Cindy. I ain't got no idea what's in it. Uh, how's my old lady feeling? She had any of them spells where she can't get a breath? Not in a long while. Dr. Kirby says she's getting better all the time. That's good. I come because your ma's worried about you. That's why I come. Last Saturday, she found two butter feathers on the ground. She put a pan of water on the doorstep in the moonlight to keep the bad spirits away. Oh, you don't believe in that stuff, do you? No, and I don't believe in tea leaves, neither. The tea leaves been bad lately, too? I told you more, she was crazy to me.
while I see what she got to say in her letter. Yeah, you read it. I'm thirsty. I'll go to the barbecue and get a Coke. You can meet me there if you want. <laughs> well, what do you know? Furthermore, I do believe if you asked Cindy, and if you asked her nice and pretty, you'd be standing in front of a parson in no time. <laughs> well, what do you know? I would be proud to have her for my daughter. I feel like she's my daughter already. Write soon and tell me what you think. What I think? I think that's the best idea I've ever had, old lady. And just in time, too. What's going on in there? Joe, come quick. It's Carmen and Sally. Carmen, you let here? Go, let me go. What's going on here? Hey, what's the charge, Corporal Jones? Murder? She tried to choke me to death. I told you, you told on me. I do what I told you, I do what you told me. Corporal, is you going to give me a report or ain't you? Well, Sergeant Brown, this one was late coming to work, and that one told on her. Then this one jumped on that one. When I come in, it looks like she's going to kill her. Uh, let's see there, Miss Jones. Oh, you the gal that acted so upty with me a while ago. If you had been more civil with me, then it mightn't go so hard with you now. As it is, I got to dole out the full penalty of the law. Uh, uh, unless you decide to be nicer to me. Won't it do just as good if I'm nicer to Joe? Okay, okay, if that's how it is, off to the guardhouse you go. And Corporal Joe can be the man to take you, too. And you see that she gets there, quick. Yes, sir, Sergeant. Come along, you. Coming down this boy to jail. Coming down this boy to jail. Coming, gotta stay in jail. Says all they can't get no bail. Coming down this boy to jail. This boy to jail. This boy to jail. Hooray! Come on, you. No sitting down. Ain't but a quarter of a mile to the guardhouse. Oh, Joey, I turned my ankle just now. Guess I must have sprained it. Looks like it's swelling up, don't it? Uh, I don't see no swelling. Listen, Joe, be a sport. If you put me in the guardhouse, what good'll I be to you? Quit it now. Remember that flower I threw at you? I see you kept it. Little Carmen inside your pocket now. Right next to your heart. Come on now, we gotta get going. Why, but you're strong. The way you pulled me up, just like I was nothing. I bet you're a good dancer, ain't you, Joe? Said we could have fun if we went out tonight. I know a good place, too. Just outside of town, across the railroad bridge, opposite the gas station. Faster. Guess I'll go and say hello to Pastor. 
the lady drink alone. How can the lady dance alone? No lady can romance alone. I ought to have a sweetie pie. The one I had, I give you to. I send it flying through the door. No that I'm free. Joe, I found this gal looking for you. What happened, Joe? Did you forget all about me? It seemed like you copped all the good-looking gals around here. Did you put the other one in the cooler? Well, I... You see, uh... What's this? What's this? Speak up, Corporal. She, she done got away from me. You mean you let her? 
So, you disobey a superior, and you release your prisoner. Well, maybe she got away, but that guardhouse won't be empty. You'll be in it. Please don't do that to him, Sergeant. Joe's a good boy. He never spent one night in jail. Cindy, uh... He's going to spend more than one night this time. Come on, boy. You you won't say nothing to my mom, will you, Cindy? Oh, no, Joe. Don't you worry about what she tells your mom. Better worry about what I'm going to tell the lieutenant. Intermission with Joe in the guardhouse and Carmen on the loose. Speaking for the Ford Motor Company now, Kenneth Stanghart. The Ford or Lincoln Mercury dealer in your town is not an employee of the Ford Motor Company, nor is he an agent of the company. Your Ford or Lincoln Mercury dealer is an independent businessman who makes his living by selling Ford or Lincoln and Mercury cars and service at retail. And because of this, you can expect and get good service from him. Your Ford or Lincoln Mercury dealer is a responsible citizen with a heavy investment in his business. He spent a lot of money on buildings, equipment, tools, and stock. He has employee payrolls to meet, interest, insurance, and taxes to pay. Sometimes partners and stockholders to satisfy and his own family to support. The only way he can do all that is by running his business well. And that means by satisfying his customers day in and day out. Unless his customers are pleased his business will fail. There's no other way to success. And your Ford or Lincoln Mercury dealer knows that. He knows that success depends on pleasing you. That's why he's invested a great deal of time and money in preparing himself to give you good service. That's why he'll do his utmost to see that you get it every time you call on him. Today, service is the major part of his business. And he knows that it is also the foundation of his success in the future. That's why you can expect good service and get it when you go to your Ford or Lincoln Mercury dealer. The second act of Carmen Jones will be heard after a brief pause for station identification. Ford Theater, Carmen Jones, Act Two. Time, three weeks later. Scene, Billy Pastor's Club, where Carmen is to be found every night awaiting Joe's release from the guardhouse. But Carmen is not particularly depressed by her lover's flight. That would be too much to expect from Carmen.
of Husky Miller, the fighter. Oh, is that so? Well, how do, Mr. Daniels? Is Husky in town? Oh, just passing through on the way up to Chicago to fight that South American champion. I'd sure like to see this Husky. They tell me he's seven foot tall. No, he's only six foot six. I discovered him unloading boats on Lake Michigan. I see him coming down a gangplank, carrying a jeep on his back. And I said to myself, <laughs> that's my Husky man. Coming. Husky Bill is coming. Hey, look, what's excitement? There he is in the flesh. That's my boy. Fisted. Hey, he's going to win your next fight, Husky. We're going to knock out that boy from Brazil. Cut up drinks for everyone. Excuse me, that's for me. Husky oh, Bill is coming. Reach for the house. Well, they said a Come on, boy. Reach in for Husky Bill. I'm his champion of the world. Thanks a lot, I'm sure glad to be, to be where I can see so many friends of mine. How have I been doing? How have I been doing? If you really want to know the truth, I'm doing fine. Tell him, husband. Seventeen decisions in a row, and only five on points. The rest was all KO. Stand up and fight and 
till you hear the bell. Stand toe to toe, trade blow for blow. Keep punching till you make your punches tell. Show that crowd what you know. Until you hear that bell, that final bell. Stand up and fight like hell. Did you notice me? Why, no. You was acting so quiet and modest, I didn't hardly know you was here. Uh, come on, Husky. Better come on down to the train. Train don't leave for an hour yet, Drum. Uh, no, but it's waiting in the station and your berth's made up. Gotta get your ten-hour shut-eye, you know. I ain't sleepy. Um, but remember what you promised the trainer, man. Okay. I ain't gonna break no promises to him. But you listen to this, and listen good. When I wake up tomorrow morning and get off that train... I want to see Tootsie here on the platform. Suppose I don't want to go to Chicago. Yeah, suppose she don't want to go to Chicago. That's your problem, Rum. All I say is, if you can't show up with Tootsie, just don't come around at all. Go find yourself a new meal ticket. But Husky... So long, Rum. Don't forget what I just said. 
I'll be seeing you, Heat Wave. Good night, all. Good night. Good night, Austin. Good luck, man. See that you win your next fight, man. What do you say, Carmen? You heard, Husky. You're coming with us? Uh Uh-uh. Look, baby, let's talk plain. Tomorrow morning, I got to produce you in Chicago, and I don't care what it costs me. I don't care what you do with Husky or what you don't do. After you get there, if he don't appeal to you, that ain't my fault. Tain't that he don't appeal to me. He just happened to ring my bell when I was busy. Busy? Fooling around in a place like this when you got a chance to go to Chicago. What are you doing here anyway, a smart chick like you? Working in a factory? You gotta work if you want to eat. Uh, not in Chicago. No? What they do there? A pretty girl like you wouldn't have to do nothing, hardly. I could get you a job in a floor show. You'd probably start off at a hundred a week. A hundred of them. I always wanted to go to a big town. You belong to a big town. You're too sharp for this place. A gal like you needs room to sling herself around. This town is strictly sleepy time down south. Amateur night in Dixie. Sure. That's all it is. You gonna stay here and sleep, or are you gonna wake up and come with us? There you is, Carmen. Oh, it's Joe. Look, Rum, I gotta go outside and see him. I can't tell you just yet. I'll call back for you on our way to the station. Okay, you do that. Joey! I was scared you wouldn't be here. Been here every night waiting for you to come. What you do here every night? Dance with all the soldiers, I bet. Oh, I had myself a couple of dances. <laughs> I do believe he's jealous. Maybe I am. So what? I, I want you to see something. This flower that you threw my way has been my plan by night and day. I saw it fade and lose its bloom, but still it I sell through every dark and door on my lonely eyes laid this flower, and so I sleep all night through and dream of you and dream of you. I'd wake up with no one near me and talk for a tale was to hear me. She ate a best tell all the same like all the rest. Each a day I was craving There was just one thing I was craving It wasn't food It wasn't food I guess you know That it was you
Chicago? I got enough dough to get us both there. But save enough to give a man a time when he got out of jail. But, Carmen, why Chicago? If you would only come away. Chicago. If you would hide away with me, you'd be where you want to be. Wrapped in your clothes on today to do. fun in a place like this. Everybody knowing you and watching what you're doing. Chicago would be like living out of this world all by ourselves. Yeah, but honey, I'm in the army. I'll say you is. Sergeant Brown, you leave me alone. You've done enough. Uh, Carmen, is this the fella you've been waiting for to come out of jail? This ain't no kind of a man for you. You shut up or I'll... You'll what? You ain't figuring on striking a spear officer, I hope. But that wouldn't be no little matter of three weeks in the guardhouse. More like three years. Well, just leave me be, that's all. Come on, Carmen, let's you and me leave this, this Casper milk toast behind. Carmen, have you been seeing this fella? What's the use of kidding ourselves, Joe? You and me both swimming in the same pond, and the pond ain't big enough for two. Somebody's got to get out, and it better be you. Casper Milk Toast. I'll show you who's a Casper Milk Toast. You will be. Mm. Oh, oh, oh. Joey, Joey, stop it. Kill him. Lord. Oh, Joe. Look like maybe he'd been hurt bad. Yeah. Three years for hitting a superior officer, ain't that what it said? Maybe more if he's hurt bad. Come on. Come on, Joe, let's get out of here. Where are we going? You and me heading for that train. No, if I go away, that's dessert. And if you stay here, that's prison. They know two ways about it. George, Chicago, here we come. second that curtain goes down, the house lights go up, and a familiar voice requests your kind attention. For the Ford Motor Company once more, Kenneth Banghart. No matter where you are, whenever you see the familiar blue and white sign that says Ford Service, you assume that it means competent service. You know that the Ford dealer who displays it is prepared to give good service. But I wonder if you know how much preparation is required. If you visit the service department of your Ford dealer you'll find that he uses special Ford methods of service. Those methods are worked out at the factory by Ford service engineers, men whose job is to find the best way to do all service jobs on Fords. The methods they teach to Ford dealers all over the country are the ones which will give you the best service quickly and reasonably. You'll also notice that your Ford dealer has special Ford equipment, that he uses genuine Ford parts, and that his mechanics are specially trained, experts on Fords. The Ford Motor Company helps all its dealers make these preparations so that every dealer will be equipped to give the best service. And the same thing is true of your Lincoln Mercury dealer. He has also invested a great deal of time and money 
preparing to give you fine service on your Mercury or Lincoln. You can depend on these preparations. You'll get good service when you go to your Ford or Lincoln Mercury dealer. Carmen Jones, Act Three. Carmen and Joe have fled to Chicago, but they've been forced to remain in hiding there because of Joe's status as a deserter. After two weeks, Carmen, irked by confinement, steals away to meet Rum Daniels, Husky's manager. At Rum's suggestion, she joins him at the fashionable Meadow Lawn Country Club on the south side. Carmen, I thought you was never going to get here. I had a hard time getting away, Rum. I scared Joe would follow me, but he didn't. How do you feel on your first night out? Oh, like I've been born all over again. Oh, wait till Husky sees you in that dicty dress. <laughs> wait till he see the bill. Oh, he won't care. He said to me, Rum, you buy Carmen anything she wants. Only get her to make one date with me. Well, I made the date. Now, where is he? Oh, he'll be along soon. I'm sure glad you finally decided to see him. Husky was awful mad that day we get here and you get off the train with Joe. He clipped me so hard, they had to wheel me off the station on a porter's truck. Uh-oh, here comes Joe. Carmen, get rid of him as soon as you can. How'd you find this place, Joe? Never mind, Hal. Heck, remains you tried to double-cross me and I found you out. Look, boy. I don't have to double-cross nobody. Just as soon tell the truth. Want to hear it? Listen, Carmen. The truth is I can't stay cooped up in that back alley no more. I got to stay there. You know that. You got to. I don't. Listen to me and listen good. You're coming back with me. Now. You hear? How am I going anywhere with you? You dressed like you is and me dressed up like I am. We'd attract attention, wouldn't we? Ain't good to do that if you're a deserter. Hush your mouth. Oh, yes. I like this place. Here come some army men. Better not let them see you. No. Come for me as soon as you can. I'll be waiting in the shadow of that clump of trees. Okay, boy. You be waiting. Hey, Rum. I thought you said you was going to get Carmen here tonight. I did get her here, Husky. She's right inside. She is? Well, what are we waiting for? Uh, Husky, before you go in, there's a gal here who's been asking to see you. A gal? I just had to see you, Mr. Miller. My name's Cindy Lou. Where you come from? A long ways away. Sat up all night on the train. Got in Chicago late this afternoon. Come straight to you. And you do all this just because you wanted to see Husky Miller? No, not exactly. I want to see a fellow named Joe. I thought maybe you could tell me where he's at. I know you all caught up north on the same train. Honey, I just got... you are you talking all over your mouth, but the words don't connect. I come down to meet Joe that night because I knowed he was getting out of the guardhouse and I had some candy and cakes for him. Well, the bus stop is right near the railroad station. And just as I got there, I saw him getting on the train. But that woman... My heart frees up inside me. Oh, I think she's talking about that fella Carmen bring up here. That's right, Carmen. She the one take my Joe. I see. You Joe's old girlfriend, that it? Say, little gal, I want you to explain something to me. This Joe, he ain't a very good-looking fella as I remember. No, not especially. But Carmen brought him to Chicago. Then you chase him all the way up here. Say, what's he got? I don't know, Mr. Miller. He was awful mean to you, wasn't he? I guess so. Then why you run after him? 
seem like I love him, I guess. But why? I don't know, Mr. Miller. Women is the craziest people I ever met. Come on, Rum. Tonight, and I could take you to my house and keep you there. I'd take good care of you, Joe. <laughs> I ain't no good to you, Cindy. Go on home. There she is. Oh, she found him already. How did he get here? Thought you was going to wait down there under the trees. Sure you did. You thought I was going to wait there all night. What's this jerk talking about, Carmen? You be careful what you call me, mister. Who I be careful of? Take it easy, Joe. You don't want to get in no fight with Husky. Why don't you go on away with this little sweet little gal of yours? She come 2,000 miles to see you. Why don't you shut that big mouth of yours? This your new man, any common. Sure, he's a big strapping boy. Maybe show you better time than me. Beside that, he's a big shot. Maybe get your pitch in the paper alongside of him so everybody can know who's Husky Miller's latest gal. Joe, come away. Leave me alone. I swore if this is the way it was, I'd never let you get her. Never let you know no man take away from me. How are you going to stop me? I'll show you. Joe, put down that knife. I'll oh, show you how. Stop it, Get husband. away from me, Rum. I'm going to kill that little rat if it's the last thing I do. And that would be the last thing you do. Now, calm down. Cool off and act like folks. I just like one crack. Oh, come on, Husky. Now, now save your knuckles for the big fight next week. Save them for Poncho. I just like one crack. Joe, you better go away with this gal like she wants you to. Yeah, it's about time you left town. The army will be after you hot and heavy. Let him come. You gotta look out after yourself, ma'am. It ain't just yourself, Joe. I come up kind of somebody else. What you mean, Cindy? Doctor Kirby. He says There's something the matter with my ma. You gotta come home right away if you want to see her before she... 
before. Is she going to die? Dr. Kirby, give me the money to come and fetch you. He knows what means so much to your ma to see you just once. You coming, Joe? Look what kind of man I am now. My ma's dying, and I'm standing here wondering how I can leave that woman, even for a little while. Why, for a little while? You coming, Joe? You going, Joe? Yes, I'm going. But I'll be back. Don't worry about that, Carmen. I'll be back. Maybe I won't be here no more. I'll follow you no matter where you go. Won't do you no good. Won't you get away from me? It'd be better if you stay away. Another week has passed. Outside the sports stadium, a crowd has gathered before the big fight between Husky and the Panther. They break into enthusiastic greeting as Husky, accompanied by Carmen and Rom, makes his entrance. Which way you mean, Rum? Over where? Over there. Your old friend. O- over there by the lamppost. You see him? Mm-mm. He sure looks mean. Yep. That's his nibs. I thought he went home. He did. But he said he'd come back. I knowed he would, too. Let's shake him. Who's afraid of him? What can he do to me? Let him come. Get it over with now. He's nuts. Suppose he kills you. I ain't running away from him or nobody. Child, you is wacky. Well, I got to go in after Husky. You look out now. Hello, Joe. You didn't stay home long. My ma was dead when I got there. I heard you was heading my way. They say I better scram. They say you might get mean and maybe try and kill me. You got your chance. Kill me now. Here I am. But all I want to do is love you like I used to. Hold your hand in my hand and feel your heart next to my heart. Can we begin again? But where can I 
Next Sunday, we'll present George Washington Slept Here, a comedy by George S. Kaufman and Moss Hart. I think it's safe to say that if you've ever lived in a house, you will enjoy George Washington Slept Here. That statement may seem to cover a lot of ground, but so do houses. And so does the play. A house in the country, an old house in the country, is the villain of the piece. Or perhaps it should be called the chief comedian. For the details, which are numerous and laughable, join us here next Sunday. Carmen Jones was adapted for radio by George Zachary, edited by Howard Teichman, with continuity by George Faulkner. The music was adapted and conducted by Lynn Murray, and the entire production was under the direction of George Zachary. Carmen was played by Muriel Smith, Joe by Luther Saxon, Cindy Lou by Elton J. Warren, all from the original Broadway cast. Irving Barnes appeared as Husky, and the other players were Valerie Black, Juana Hernandez, Earl Sidnor, and Maurice Ellis. Sunday at this playhouse, George Washington Slept Here, by George S. Kaufman and Moss Hart. All about Newton Fuller, a timid soul who bought a house in the country without knowing much about houses or the country. The Ford Theater is presented by the Ford Motor Company. Makers of Ford, Mercury, and Lincoln cars, and Ford trucks, tractors, and buses. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.